1: Hang it with Bang! Episode sixty.
0: I'm going to start muting your mic.
1: You fucking turn it on when you turn it on, so that's what happens. Yeah, but,
0: well, no, the last time I tried that, you bitched. Because you didn't get to do your little guitar solo. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's what the people come here for.
0: I am your host, Deez. I'm sure you don't want to hit this. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Why not? Because I just told you I was tired, I was about to take a nap, you called, so I slammed a five hour, and now I'm awake, so I don't want to get high, and then go back to sleep and totally waste a five hour because...
1: It's a sativa, though.
0: I don't care. I've explained this to you numerous times. I think you're just I get really high, then I get hungry, and then I go to sleep. I don't care. (sighs) Is it laced with cocaine? It is not. Then, no. I will go to sleep. I don't care how strong the sativa is in it. That's just... I don't function that way.
1: Whatever. I think you're just being a bitch.
0: Well, whatever the case may be, but... (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, we uh, had a little hiatus there. Last time we talked to you was uh, two weeks ago, almost, not um, quite two weeks ago, but week and a half. Saturday, yes, or fr- Friday. Friday, Friday, yeah, Friday, Friday uh, right after round one of the NFL draft. So we'll go over a few things with that. Um, probably going to be a little Steeler heavy, just Shocking. to warn you, because yeah, I don't really give a shit about the other teams, but um, and then. Uh, I don't know what else we'll there get There really
1: wasn't Dick last week, which is part of the reason why I did Yeah, sports-wise, there wasn't a whole
0: lot, so maybe we'll get into the whole music thing that we talked about. like our <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. You me-
1: remember? Yeah. Remember I told you to think about that? I did, like, and I, don't I can't know, think of anything. Two weeks ago? I did, and I can't think of anything.
0: So you just agree with everybody. Is that what you're saying? Because I told you in a, your opinion that goes against the norm. So you're telling me that...
1: I mean, I have one, but it's like, I, I don't... As well, stri- we'll get into it.
0: And then maybe as we go, you'll think of more. Okay,
1: all right, let's do that.
0: But that's what we have, so. Okay. Uh, so yeah, NFL draft, uh little recap. Obviously, everybody knows who took who in the, the first round, uh, second round, a little bit. Uh, was there anything
1: in that second or third round that maybe surprised you or uh it didn't surprise me it made me go fuck um that'd be the browns taking J O K jeremiah wusu i don't fucking know linebacker yeah from the he's like that flex like joker player for notre dame he's kind of a safety but kind of a linebacker um yeah i had heard a lot of people say that they really loved him Coming out this year, I guess he slipped a little bit because there was some yeah, sort of I rem- heart issue, but he's fine. Like he's cleared and everything. I,
0: I remember he was uh, talked about as a potential first rounder, so um, I, I think the Jets did themselves pretty solid in the draft, at least with the you know the first few picks. Yeah, um, they got the quarterback. They got Elijah Moore out of Ole Miss, wide receiver, which they definitely needed. Um,
1: and uh, Elijah Vera Tucker was that the
0: uh, yeah the guard yep. from yep. USC. Yeah. Um, the Bears ended up with Tevin Jenkins, so I they did see that they not only got their potential quarterback of the future, but they got one of the best tackles and that was available in the draft. The yeah. guy that you wanted over Najee Harris.
1: Yeah, there's a, a scout I watch on YouTube. I wish I could give him credit, but I unfortunately cannot think of his name. Brett Brett Hull. Colum something like that. I don't know. But uh, he said he described him as the most violent player in college football last year. So nice. And you watch his film. He's yeah. Which is why. So
0: I yeah. Him, I mean so. uh, Bears fans got a little bit to be excited about. Mm-hmm. You no know, good for them. Um, I was kind of surprised that Trask fell as far as he did. Yeah. I really didn't think he would make it all the way to 64. the The last pick of the second round and. Again, I even said that I was kind of hoping we'd grab him because I do think he's probably going to be the best uh, quarterback to ever come out of Florida.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That obviously isn't saying a whole lot right? because there haven't been, you know... I mean, Danny Werfel had moderate success. Hmm. Okay, maybe not moderate. <laughs> I was going to sum Some, a, a little yeah. bit. Glimpses of but success. Yes, yes, a little tiny bit. Yeah, the
1: same way Nathan Peterman had success.
0: Although... Before we get into that, speaking of Florida quarterbacks... Yeah, oh my God. Just when you thought it was safe to listen to Skip Bayless... Although, that's bullshit, because it's never safe to listen to Skip Bayless. But anyway, just when you thought it might be tolerable to listen to Skip Bayless... No, that doesn't work either, because... Okay, anyway, if you watch Skip Bayless, I can... He's already tweeted about it.
1: Speaking real quick, did you see what Mother's Day was the seventh year anniversary of? Skip Bayless, his infamous tweet. Oh, yeah, saying
0: Johnny Manziel was going to be... Bigger
1: in Cleveland than his buddy LeBron ever was. Yeah,
0: yeah. How'd that age?
1: Womp womp. Anyway,
0: continue. Yeah, not well. So anyway, yeah, again, before we get into the whole drafting, Tim Tebow... Uh, I don't think there's ink to paper yet, but it looks like it's a done deal that mm-hmm. he is coming back to the NFL to sign with his old buddy Urban Meyer, the Jacksonville Jaguars, as a tight end, <laughs> which is what he should have done ten years ago.
1: Yeah, I don't know why he wasted his time with baseball.
0: I I don't either. I mean, he was starting to come around for somebody that never really played it yeah. in in that at that level. He was getting better every, every year. So, and I think he just decided to hell with it. But, I mean, he's 33 years old. What what is do you... he now? Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: Okay. <sighs> A 33-year-old tight end that never played the position hasn't been in the league in seven years? At least. No, not so. Uh, I don't know.
0: Let's see. Wasn't it 2015? Let's, I don't know
1: why we're debating this. We have both have devices that could...
0: Yeah, but I'm see. busy. It's pre- maybe not seven years, oh, but uh, I bet it's at least five.
1: Uh, I would agree. It's probably at least five. Let me see. Four, four to
0: five, because he, yeah. he he was with Denver. Then he went to the Jets in the trade the following season. Then he signed with New England, but really <sighs> didn't do much of anything.
1: Preseason work, basically. Yeah. yeah didn't Yeah, make it out of camp, though. Um, I have the answer. Go ahead. Uh, 2015 with the Eagles.
0: He went to the Eagles.
1: Yeah, he he actually looked pretty good at Philly too. I was. Was this after New England? Yeah. Okay. So it so it's been six years. Yeah. Um. So
0: I mean, the, the guy's athletic. Yeah. He's big, strong, decent speed. Um. Obviously, he's got a a good mind offensive mind we know he can
1: uh, handle the ball he's also 33 which means he's gonna be a lot slower at least you would think yeah you say that but you got to remember he was playing baseball he was a he was playing baseball and b
0: he hasn't played football for the last six plus years that's six years of yeah. his body not taking a beating that is a very e- good even if it's just in camp so when you say he's thirty three in football years, I mean that he's like prime, you know, his his body if he stayed in shape, which I gotta imagine he can't. He he has to a certain degree uh, because I, he was doing the baseball
1: thing and I think I'm when you said that I thought it again though, I'm like, Well, I've seen a lot of baseball players that aren't in shape. Yeah yeah, yeah. I think would, but they're usually pitchers and like, he's not, so yeah, no, I mean
0: the guy's in good shape and I think if if I I got to imagine that he had this thought as soon as Urban Meyer took that job.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: So I I'm I'm betting that he's going to come into camp in pretty good shape and I won't be at all surprised
1: if he doesn't make the roster and and play quite a bit. They don't really have anything on the roster as far as tight ends go. Yeah, so.
0: and and he's got familiarity with, uh, obviously, Urban Meyer. And I don't know if he's going to try and bring in the same kind of system. Um, you know, hard to to say what what he's going to do with Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne. But again, I won't be surprised if Tebow doesn't have an impact because not. You got him at tight end, but you know, you can slide him in that H back role. Mm-hmm. Maybe give him a carry or two,
1: right? Or like a fullback, like an offset eye. Yeah, it's like I mean, okay. Well, which sides is the ball going I, to?
0: Washington yeah. used to do it all the time with and I, I won't remember his name, but he lined up in the backfield. Brian all, Mitchell. Yeah, well, Mitchell, and even before Mitchell, they had a guy, but yeah, he was literally called an H back. He was basically a tight end that played in the backfield more than not, than not mm-hmm. and, and ran a lot of those routes. So it's kind of – it's basically a, uh, like a hybrid, full mm-hmm. backslash tight end. and um, But it also opens up the gadget plays. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think that's the best way to use Tebow. You know, Tebow. Tebow wasn't
0: great, you know, throwing and reading the defense. But if you have a set play where, okay, tight end's going to come around, take the pitch – and you have one read. You either throw the ball to this guy, or you tuck it and run it, eat it, throw it away. That's right. all you do. You have three options. You don't throw it to anybody else. I I could see that yeah. happening. Um,
1: that's I, I think that's the only way to really use him. I mean, I, yeah. he's not gonna he he's not a starting quarterback. He never was because no. he's so inaccurate. But uh, kind of that slash role that you're talking about. Line him up tight end. Line him up at fullback. You can do a lot of exciting stuff with him. Jet sweeps, read options. You imagine him and Trevor Lawrence in a read option. It's like, yeah, well, fuck. I mean, yeah, hand if it the to guys Tebow in... and he can run it, or they can hand it to Tebow and he could throw it, or Trevor could take it. Yeah, yeah, that's... and
0: and you got Travis Etienne right there too. Yeah, I mean, so the potential for there to be you know some some fireworks there. It's just a matter of again. Can Tebow come in and learn a whole new position at 33 years of age? I think he can. I, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a smart guy. He's been around the game his entire life, so it's not like he doesn't know what the hell a tight end does.
1: Yeah, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks in college football history, without question.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, let's be honest. If he would have made this switch back in twelve? 11 or 12, like when whenever the care. hell he was, yeah, I mean, he could have had a – very long, very successful career playing tight end in the NFL. He had the body for it, you know. His speed was right in line with the tight ends. He might have needed to bulk up a little bit to take on, uh, you know, blocking duties and whatnot. But you can do that. Absolutely, he's got the frame for it. I mean, he's a big guy anyway. Yeah, and, and that's why he was so good running that read options because he would take it up between the tackles and he was a hard guy to bring down. All right, and Goal
1: line especially, I think yeah. he'll be very useful too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so. And
0: yeah, when it, that was one of my uh when I considered who I wanted, whether it was Travis Etienne or Najee Harris, mm-hmm. that's my that was my point. I want a guy that can power between the tackles. Travis Etienne's not really that guy. Mm-hmm. But now you got a goal line offense with Trevor Lawrence. You throw him. Tebow in at H back. And then you got Travis Etienne, so you can either, you know, Lawrence can roll out, he can hand it off to Tebow, he can throw the pitch out to Etienne. Gives him a lot of options. Yeah. It really does. So um, as a Florida guy, I you know, I hope he makes it. I do. I. It's with, hard to, like, dislike With them. the exception of one 80-yard touchdown pass <laughs> that was thrown on a fucking rope, perfect pass, although the pass was only about 15 yards in the air. Um, I liked Tim Tebow, mm-hmm. except for that one play. <laughs> right, that one play was a playoff game, first play of overtime that eliminated Pittsburgh. But <clears throat> I blocked most of that from my memory. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I hope he does well because I always thought he got kind of a bad rap, mm-hmm. you know, especially over the whole praying thing, like kind of like taking a knee. It was given way too much attention. Yeah, like, let you know. I don't care. Troy. I don't either. Troy, Troy Palomalo used to say like 32 prayers between every play. Yeah. Nobody ever made a big deal about it. But because, they, you know, Tebow, it became a goddamn meme, for yeah. Christ's sake. Uh, Tebowing or whatever. But South Park had a really good episode about it. Yeah. You know, just let the guy play. Get off his dick. I
1: mean. Neither one of us are Christians and it didn't bother either one no, of us. No,
0: I don't give a shit. Yeah,
1: do you? I don't care. Yeah.
0: So, Yeah. All the all the power in the world to him. Good luck. So back to the draft. Anyway, uh, yeah. So Kyle Trask is what we were talking about. Florida quarterback. He did he not like fall into the perfect situation. Trask. Yeah, yeah. yeah he gets to sit behind Tom Brady and, and learn, mm-hmm. and maybe it takes you know because it doesn't look like Brady's going anywhere anytime soon unless. <laughs> God willing, somebody snaps his leg or whatever. But, you well, don't know, say it's, that. it's a good situation want, for, no, for Kyle that, Trask. I don't know. Yeah, I, would, I have there. be honest now. There's a Tom Brady update. Yeah? I got a, a text from him. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was.
1: An like, ad for TB12?
0: No, it wasn't an ad for TB12. It was a, I don't know. He was doing some draft, draft cast chat or whatever. Like, join me on this. Blah, blah, blah. And it was just a link. Like, I didn't even reply. I went, mm. fuck you, Tom. I'm so waiting for you to reply to my <laughs> personal message. But uh, So, yeah. Trask gets to go to Tampa and sits there. Um, uh,
1: Kellen had, Mond is another guy that I think.
0: Had we talked about AB signing? I think we did. Yeah, I mean, we did, yeah, did. Yeah.
1: That was like three episodes ago. Or now, maybe two.
0: I, I think it was I think it was the last one. It was right. The, I like, don't think so, but all right. Whatever. Um, Kellen Mund, Mond. Mond. Mund? Yeah.
1: I've seen a few people say that he, they wouldn't be shocked if he starts this year at some point. Where did he go? Minnesota in the third. Yeah, I mean, it's... That could That's end up right, being a massive fucking
0: Actually, speed. Trask started the... Yeah, started the, the the trend because Trask went at the very end of the second and then a, a safety went at the very beginning of the third, but then Kellen Mond and Davis Mills, the other two uh, top tier, I guess you'd call them, quarterbacks, mm-hmm. went right after the other. Uh, and Davis Mills going to Houston yeah. is very interesting because he's a lot of people had him rated pretty high. So maybe that's a little security blanket, depending on what happens.
1: Oh, that's a sign. That's a sign that he's not playing this year. Watson.
0: Well, yeah, I don't, A, I don't think he was going to play anyway, but B, considering what's going on, which again, we have zero updates on Mm -hmm. that situation, but yeah, uh, that could very well be their quarterback of the future. But but yeah, I wanted Trask in the second, so we'll go back to that for Pittsburgh. What we ended up getting was Pat Friermuth, who they call Baby Gronk. Having really not paid much attention to college ball this year, I didn't know a lot about him I, until I went and looked him up. The man is a beast. Yeah. Um, probably going to be, if he stays healthy, a cross between Heath Miller and Vance McDonald as far as the strength. Mm-hmm. I you know Yeah, they call him baby Gronk. I don't think he's going to be quite like a healthy Gronk, but if he's close like if he's what i'm talking about like heath miller vance mcdonald Mm -hmm. healthy vance mcdonald Mm -hmm. uh that's huge Uh, especially if he can contribute this year because now that gives us two very good pass catching tight ends one of them big and strong and then you got uh eric ebron who's probably closer to a wide receiver than he is a tight end as long as he can catch the goddamn ball right um but yeah I, i i'm not mad at it at all uh Again, would have liked the quarterback and even one of the offensive linemen. I wouldn't have been mad at. I, uh,
1: I, I was really expecting a lineman.
0: I, I was thinking maybe Creed Humphrey, the the center out of Oklahoma, that ended up going to the Chiefs. But um, again, I'm not completely mad at it because, granted, we may still need some help on that offensive line if our position players work out. Mm-hmm we've got a plug and play offense ready for our next quarterback whoever that may be you got yeah. stud wide receivers even if juju leaves after this year you got two very good wide receivers potentially three with james mm-hmm. washington if he continues to develop you're going to have good tight ends you know so we just got to plug that quarterback hole and and find a uh, couple of offensive linemen yeah um speaking of Offensive lineman we lost, which, not unexpected, but uh, maybe a surprise as to where he went. Alejandro Villanueva uh, basically threw the middle finger up to Pittsburgh and went and signed with Baltimore. $14 million right for two years. I think it's a little high. He didn't play well this year. No. And he kind of he threw a couple of back backhanded shots at Steelers.
1: Juju specifically.
0: Yeah, with the whole TikTok comment and even the – basically saying that you know we passed the ball too much and well maybe if you could fucking run block we wouldn't have had to do that <laughs> um but yeah I like Big Al i I loved what he stood for you know he served this country but the bottom line is he did not have a good year right and his play really fell off so that that didn't break my heart to see him go yeah. uh then the third rounder we got a little bit of local flavor. When I say local, I mean here in central Illinois. We took the center slash guard, but he's he's going to be a center just because of his size. Out of Illinois, Kendrick Green, who uh, is from Peoria. Yeah. Peoria Central, I believe. I've actually got some friends that are friends with him, and oh. so just trying to figure out my angle to <laughs> get in there. And um, But, yeah, he's mean. Mm-hmm. Um, is he... Marquise Pouncey? No. no. Uh but could he come in and play right away? I think so. He's I mean, he is a mauler on the in, in the run game, which is exactly what we need. Um I'm not sure he's going to be as mobile as what we're used to with our centers. Hmm. Um but again, not mad at the pick. He he's a guy that maybe needs to put on a little bit more weight and strength and everything, but Given what was there
1: and what we need, not mad at the pick at all. Um, I felt better about it a few days ago because I had heard, and it's going to seem not important, but I'll explain it, um, that I guess he was a really good wrestler in high school. Yeah. And I like that because John Madden is quoted as saying, if it was up to me, I'd have five offensive linemen that were all wrestlers. Oh, it's
0: it's huge when it – football, footwork, and and just – Leverage, yes, yeah. yes. Using the the other guy's leverage against him. I mean, yeah. Um, I think that like traditional wrestling, yeah, translates uh, very well to the NFL.
1: What's the name of that that scout? Um, Daniel Jeremiah is that his name? Uh, For NFL Network, pretty sure it's Daniel Jeremiah. Sounds you know exactly right. what I'm talking about, probably. Anyway. But yeah, he he even said that at one point in the draft too, talking about someone else and saying, "Oh, this guy was a great wrestler," and that I always that always like alerts me whenever I'm scouting O-lineman or D-lineman because that that's yeah. It
0: hand, eye coordination, leverage, you know, right. leg strength, things like that. Just being able to turn somebody's body the way you need them to be turned. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you're a good wrestler, I I think that would translate very, very well to playing, uh, on the offensive or defensive line. Yeah. So, um, uh, Rodgers is coming to Green Bay. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, a. Rogers. yeah. A. Rodgers. Yeah,
0: A. Rodgers. Amari Rodgers, Clemson wide receiver, so they might lose one. and We didn't even get into that. Uh, we talked briefly about it, but... No news yet. Nothing major, but it just keeps... It, it seems like it's a lot more... Uh, it's er- deeper. Yeah, a lot more irreparable than we thought. Um, it, it really seems like he's pretty dead set on not playing for green Bay this year. And it seems like the green Bay GM is pretty dead set on not trading him again. Who knows what's going to happen. He's not going anywhere until after June, Mm. just because of the cap implications. So just forget about hearing anything for at least the next few weeks. But even after that, you know, if you were going to pull the trigger before the draft would have been the best time, but if, and the word is, is that Jordan Love's nowhere near ready, and that's yeah. why they're hesitant to to get rid of Aaron Rodgers. But maybe you should have thought of that before you traded up to grab the guy. Yeah.
1: Traded up. Yeah. That's what makes it. Without
0: worse. And, and and that's the big thing that I mean Aaron Aaron is upset about is that nobody even let him know that they were doing this. And I, I get it, they don't have to, but I mean this is your franchise quarterback slash one of the greatest of all time why wouldn't you just give him a call? Look, this isn't saying anything that we want you to go, but we just know that eventually you're going to be ready to move on with your life's work as Chuck Noel used to say. Mm -hmm. So we're going to move up and grab this guy. Jeopardy.
1: Yeah. And banging Shailene Woodley. And uh, what? And banging Shailene. Oh yeah. His wife.
0: Oh, Oh, his life's work. Gotcha. Gotcha. What?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, they should have at least talked to him about it and just,
1: Hey Aaron, you're gonna get this question every day for the next few uh, yeah. years. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, just a heads up, buddy.
0: It, it might have saved a lot of of trouble, and and then on top of that, not only do they move up in the first round to grab Jordan Love, but at the time they desperately, desperately needed a wide, wide. receiver help, and then they and they got Aaron Jones, who had a great year. And in the second round, what do they do? They take a goddamn running back. Yeah. Who was um
1: TJ Dillon? Yeah, Dillon. Yeah.
0: Who we saw a little bit of and it looks like he might be good, but then they resigned Aaron Jones. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and
1: now they finally get a
0: wide now. receiver, but their wide receivers, they had a couple guys last year that kind of came out of nowhere and and did fairly well, so but
1: they also had Aaron Rodgers thrown to them. Uh,
0: yeah, fair point. Um. So yeah, it's like I don't I just don't get what the hell they're doing over there.
1: Apparently, Aaron doesn't either.
0: Yeah, that's no shit. So, and yeah, we got Kendra Green. Uh, then we got uh, here's one that Dan Moore Jr., who's an offensive tackle out of Texas A and M, wasn't projected super high or anything like that, but. There was, I don't remember who put it out. I I should have like screenshot it when I saw it. But when they took like, you know, a little grade Mm -hmm. performance for the season, he was in the top 12, I think, for offensive tackles. Mm. I don't think his pro day went great, which is why he maybe fell. But uh, it's a guy that I'm not super excited about, but I'm at least optimistic about. Like, I think he could, Turn out to be a pretty solid offensive tackle for us. Hmm. Um, and then same round, just uh twelve picks later, we ended up getting his teammate, Buddy Johnson, inside linebacker out of Texas AM, who I am excited about. Hmm. The, that guy has Vince Williams written all over him. Right. Uh-huh. Like, but faster. He's got a he's hard nosed. He sees the ball, kills the ball. Like hmm. he I, I think that he may be the future starting inside linebacker next to Devin Bush before this is all said and done.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, Isaiah Loudermilk defensive tackle out of Wisconsin. Um, again, good depth pick. Maybe he turns into something, but I think he's probably just going to be a, a spell guy. Hmm. Um, Quincy Roche, Miami outside linebacker. Again, not sure why he fell as far as he did, but as a pass rusher, Lot of promise there. Like a, there's a lot of people that say that 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 was kind of a steal. It's not something that was a dire need. We needed depth, and I think that he could uh, provide that. Trey Norwood, cornerback out of Oklahoma, in the seventh round, kind of depth. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not even sure he makes the team. Um, and then we took a punter.
1: In, That's the missing piece. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: But we joke about it. But Presley Harvin III, out of Georgia Tech, won the Ray Guy Award, mm-hmm. which is the Heisman for punters. Right. First African-American in history to do it. Uh, led, the ne- or led the nation in punting at like 48, whatever average. But the impressive part about him is he's 6'2", 260.
1: Jesus.
0: 260 pounds, I mean his thighs look like Jerome Bettis's wow. like just a tank and he is not afraid to get down there in coverage and lay the thunder man like oh, wow. yeah so given how our punting game has not been one of our strong strengths for quite some time I'll take anything that might even be a slight upgrade over Jordan Berry right now right. and and he throws the ball He's hmm. he's thrown a, a fair amount of passes in college, so you might have that trick play thing in there too. But uh, I just can't wait to see that big tank back there booming the ball with his tree-trunk <laughs> thighs. Nice um, A couple of notes in the uh, free agents, unsigned free agents, the one that I am excited about and that I do think makes the team, hmm. Shakur Brown. Hmm. He was a fourth-round prospect, one of the top, 15 corners really going into the draft yeah but he sucked on his pro day
1: oh that's not good
0: yeah yeah he had a really bad day pro day fell off everybody's boards we signed him and i mean he's got starting corner potential yeah Uh,
1: pro days aren't everything
0: yeah uh ball hawk very very aggressive uh at michigan state he was basically shadowing
1: oh i don't like him now
0: well yeah uh, shadowing the other team's best receivers and did well. The only place where he struggled is against big, fast receivers. So do I think he's going to be a lockdown number one corner? No. But can he be a starting slot or a number two guy? Absolutely. I, I think he makes the team, and I wouldn't be surprised if in the next year or two he is our Mike Hilton because like, he can blitz He's not super fast, but he's aggressive, knows for the football, very good at, at reading a quarterback. So, again, pretty excited for that. And then an interesting pickup in free agency was Roland Rivers. Did you see anything on this? He's from, oh, God, I can't even – some really small school. That for, narrows it down. Quarterback. <laughs> now you're going to make me look it up. Well, I No. Well, I'm going to, because you're an asshole.
1: (laughs) What region? I don't even know that. Uh, Okay, Roland Rivers. He
0: is from... Slippery Rock University. Wow. I don't even know where the fuck that's at. Me neither. But, and again, he's probably not going to make the team. Mm-mm. But if you looked at his his highlights, like he's got a cannon for an arm. He was very mobile in the pocket. Uh, at one game, I think he had eight touchdowns or, or maybe nine. Jesus. It might be interesting to watch in, in preseason. Granted, we lost a preseason game, but who knows, man. I mean, Tom Brady was a sixth-round pick
1: yeah there's there's I... hope yep
0: there sure is <laughs> look there are a lot of n f l caliber defensive backs in division i don't know four <laughs> yeah i think it's division two, but it just again his highlight film looks pretty pretty good against that kind of competition right um he might be just one of those dark horse guys that maybe knocks somebody off the roster. He's. You know.
1: I'm not going to make an effort to learn his name until <laughs> you
0: know. Rivers. It's easy, Roland Rivers,
1: the third. Yes, the third. That is kind of a cool name, Roland. It Rivers did, like the third.
0: does does that not just scream quarterback? Like you know, Roland Rivers the third. Yeah, like he. I'm Hall of Famer. I'm just calling. It, <laughs> I'm calling it right yeah. now. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Right. So yeah, again. A lot of uh, so-called professionals and analysts didn't give us very high marks, but I'm not mad at really any of the picks. We filled the spots that we needed to fill. Maybe not necessarily in the order that we think that they should have, Yeah, but we got some guys that could very well improve that team. And again, maybe a little bit Homer in me, but... All these guys are saying that, that, you know, we're not making the playoffs or whatever. We we still got a pretty solid offensive team. Yeah. Do we not? I mean, I know you're not.
1: I mean, it's it depends on Ben. I mean.
0: Well, yeah, but fuck. You could say that about every NFL team with a starting quarterback.
1: Like, No, I mean, like, not about whether or not he gets hurt. I'm talking whether or not how good he is this year because, I mean, he's – can be how old? Uh, who Ben? Yeah,
0: forty-one. No, what? No, he's not forty yet.
1: What? do you I was gonna say no. Or thirty-nine, maybe. Yeah. Okay. He's put. He's pushing forty.
0: Yeah. I, I think maybe he's thirty-nine. Yeah. I. I'm. It's hard because Brady is so fucking old that I <laughs> compare uh, yeah. that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I don't see Ben eating a lot of avocado ice cream, so.
0: No, probably not.
1: No, he's he's a slut for Hagen Doss for sure. Let's be honest. He's what a slut for Hagen Let's be honest.
0: Uh, he was in pretty good shape last year. Yeah, he wasn't like fat Ben from two thousand. Captain Fat Ass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's
1: gonna be thirty nine. I don't know.
0: Yeah. No spring chicken. Um, and again, that quick passing game will work if you have a running game to complement it. Mm-hmm. And throw a few more deep balls and across the middle. He show he can throw the ball. He when we got out of that dink and dunk bullshit a few times, the very few times that we did it, he can still throw the ball.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, I'm not you know writing him off. He's close, you know. But again, as as long as he can stay healthy and we get a little bit more help in the run game, I, I think Ben is still a Top tier, maybe at the bottom of that top tier, but you know, sure fire hall of famer. He can still win a championship. Just this year is gonna be very, very difficult. Yeah. Given our schedule and, and whatnot. Speaking of schedule, it comes out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Wait, yes, tomorrow. Yeah, you were way off. Yeah. <laughs> but they changed that. I, I believe that. It used to be you knew the schedule before the draft. Um and yeah, that's I'm just surprised. But I think COVID and the whole thing might have had a lot to do with that. Yeah. But who knows?
1: Might be just a a grab to get ratings because, you know, some people will watch that. Oh, a lot of people will watch it,
0: which is stupid because literally the instant that the show starts, you can go online and look like it's released. But then they'll have. An hour, hour and a half long show or whatever where they're highlighting all these matches. Yeah. I won't watch it. I'll get online, look at the schedule, and be like, okay. Well, yeah. Win 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 loss loss win one, you know. Yeah.
1: Brady's gonna play in New England this year though. That's yeah,
0: that could be very did you notice they had the quarter or commercial where they were talking about all the matchups and in the commercial it had Brady versus Rodgers mm-hmm. And they've yeah. Oh, wow. And they've removed it. Wow. Or not, uh, was it? No, I'm sorry. Mahomes versus Rodgers, the State Farm boys. Oh. And in the latest version of it, they've removed that mm. from it because there's a pretty good chance that while he may play Rodgers this year, it won't be in a Green Bay uniform depending on where he goes. But... Right. So, yeah. All right. Well, uh, did you have anything sports-wise? Anything else? Nope. A couple other things. Um.
1: Oh, Jake Paul. Getting a black eye from oh, Floyd Jesus. Mayweather.
0: I don't even want to talk. Like, He's not even fighting him. Like, yeah, what? Is. No. Oh, Logan's fighting him. That was, oh. that was his dumbass brother oh. got in his face and took, like, it just, it looked so staged. And then there's the scrum. And then all of a sudden, he's got a black eye. I I watched it. I didn't see where he would have gotten a black eye, but. First off, why are you there not your brother? Like, I'm just so, I've never in his career rooted for Floyd Mayweather. But I want to see Floyd Mayweather just break every fucking bone in Logan Paul's face to the point where it's so bad that his dumbass brother gets in the ring and then he does the same thing to him. <laughs> just end these two and I'm tired of hearing about them. It's just, it's stupid
1: sorry I brought it up I know it's uh... but hey you get to watch Floyd mayweather beat up his brother but yeah and I hope he does
0: but I'm not paying for I've also it. Yeah, oh hell no um but I've also watched Floyd Mayweather fight Floyd Mayweather is fucking boring to watch
1: I mean he did get a knockout against Connor
0: I, only because Connor was tired like yeah Connor stayed with him for I don't even remember what round that was, but Connor was with him most of the way through. It was like seven or eight, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and then those last few rounds, you could just tell Connor was, he was just done. He mm. was gassed, and that's, you know, if they Floyd, if you're bad, get in the, get in the octagon with, with Conor, huh. you know, when he can kick you in the face. Yeah. Um, But yeah, he was just gassed. Like, M- Mayweather has no real punching power, you know sure he could hit you you know 16 times to your one he's got speed but he did, that's not the way his he's a counterpunch guy defense his strength is making the other guy miss wear himself out and then he goes in and you know points up occasionally he gets lucky and gets a knockout but he's if you're just a fan of violence and want to see brains getting beat in Floyd Mayweather is is not the guy to watch. Like, True. look, I grew up on the Rocky movies, man. I want two guys middle of the ring, toe to toe, just trying to kill each other, and that's not Floyd Mayweather right. whatsoever. Um, you know, for all the shit I talk about the Cubs sucking, they're only three and a half out. Really? The, the yeah, the NL is uh mediocrely mediocre. Like they're all.
1: Mediocrishly yeah, mediocre. Yeah, that's not a thing,
0: but I made it wow. a thing. They're they're bad. The entire NL, like and again, we're only thirty five or six games in the season. I realize there's a long way to go and teams are gonna separate, but like right now, there's nobody that is like a clear cut gonna run away with everything in the NL. It's just the Cubs are very frustrating because they'll like they just went on a five or six game streak, including a sweep of the Dodgers. Mm. And then they won, I think, two more, and then they finally dropped one. But they'll do that. And now watch. For the next like four games, they'll score a total of like three quarters of a run. Like they just three
1: quarters of a <laughs> run. That it
0: looks like it's that bad. Yes. Are that's... you
1: getting a contact buzz there? No,
0: or... I'm just being amusing because their <laughs> offense is that bad when it's bad. I'm sorry that my wit is too much for your stoned <laughs> ass right now, but, but yeah, they're they're frustrating. The Bulls again; they're still two and a half, three games back out of that ten spot to get into the play in.
1: Man City won the Premier League.
0: Who gives a fuck? <laughs> uh, one thing that is amusing about the NBA is this whole LeBron James against the play in tournament. Mm-hmm. Like they're right as if the playoff started today there they have to do the play in turn that's what i've heard yeah they're one and a half games back from portland who they have to play yet here mm-hmm. in a couple games there's only four games left in the season and i i kind of understand lebron's point though mm-hmm. if you're gonna have a full season why are you doing this play-in thing yeah like no team has really been hit by covid this year right like like they were last year mm-hmm. So why are you doing this play-in when the eight-seed tournament thing worked fine before, but now all of a sudden if you're seven through ten, you now have to play basically like a round-robin-ish type tournament to see who gets the seven and eight-seed. So the ten-seed could get hot and and actually make the playoffs as the seven – or not the seven. They could make the eight-seed because the way it works – is the seven will play the eight, mm-hmm. and the winner is the seven. Mm-hmm. Then the loser of that game mm-hmm. plays the winner of the nine versus ten. Right, and the winner of that one is the eight. So a ten that could, makes sense. Yeah, but it's still stupid. I mean, I, <laughs> I, mean I, I no, I yeah, I do agree with LeBron in the fact that it's dumb. Why, why even bother doing this? But I also find it funny that. The only LeBron would have never said a word about it if, you know, granted, injuries have basically been the the cause, but if they were in like the top four seeds, you wouldn't hear anything about it. But because they're a threat to be in that playing tournament, LeBron says that whoever came up with that idea should be fired. Again, not saying he's wrong, Mm -hmm. but it's funny to hear him bitch about it because they're potentially gonna have to play in that tournament. So
1: All right. Moving on. Nope. Quick question. What would you think if the NBA did a tournament like that, but did one through 10 and just shaved off uh, games in the regular season? So instead of playing like 82, let's say you play like 60. I'm not
0: opposed to that.
1: Uh, I think that'd be kind of cool. Because the season's too long anyway. Agreed. So you shave it off and make
0: it Here's the problem I do have with that. Do you know how many teams are in the NBA?
1: What was it thirty
0: 30 yeah so you're by your system and even to a degree the system they're currently on yeah
1: 20 of them make the playoffs no 20 would participate in like a tournament basically what you're doing is you're cutting out the bottom 10 teams that have nothing to play for okay yeah but so they get to start their off season early because they they have no reason to play. And then you just have the teams that are, you know, technically in it play in a tournament to figure out who makes the playoffs. And then you could even do that to where you maybe. OK,
0: so you're saying. Uh, well, want see. Now you're going to have to explain this. Ten teams are going to be in a tournament.
1: Right. OK. Well, again, I am just to make the playoffs like. Yeah. I- well, you just shouldn't, to, the, you should No, no. I mean like the final 10 teams do like a, a tournament or something like that. And then, yeah, they go to the playoffs. But what what's the tournament winner get? Um, I don't know. You could do like a buy or something. <laughs> I'm just thinking out loud, man. Yeah. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Not all great ideas
0: come from marijuana because that's a shitty idea. Because okay. what are you
1: playing for? Like it. Let's say, like I said, you're ba- basically what you're doing is just you're cutting out the bottom 10 teams. You're doing
0: that anyway with the playoffs. They're they, Literally, that is what is going on. You're cutting by having the bottom whatever amount of team. You're already doing that with the playoff system. There's 10 teams right now that are eligible. The, the bottom four are playing in the play-in tournament. Right. But those 10 teams are, like, playing in the playoffs and they're cutting off to bottom. They're already doing that. So you're saying do it twice. <laughs> well, I, I just, again,
1: like... Does it determine- sound
0: as stupid to you now...
1: As it does to me. Well, is no, it I, making I, sense? I, I think I don't think you're understanding. I'm not saying. No, I like, totally understand. I don't think it's like. I don't, I don't, what I mean is like ten teams. It's not like they do a tournament and then those same ten teams go to the playoffs. That's not what I mean.
0: So how many teams make the playoffs? Uh, if you're, can, you're gonna come up with a fucking harebrained idea like this, I'm gonna need like your system. Like, what is the point? Six, six teams make the playoffs instead
1: of eight. Okay. All right and what's the playoff format um i don't know you do two plays well shit, i guess would you give someone a bye there or no well you're going to have to yeah. if you
0: only got six you you got two byes to get rid of right so they just sit there while these
1: teams play their seven game series well then there you go you don't play so a they seven sit series. for two weeks no. basically no, they don't play a two game series a seven game series
0: oh so you just want to completely rewrite history <laughs> I mean, there's been playoff series in the NBA since I don't know for fucking ever, and now you're just fuck fuck it, throw it away. Okay, fine. The idea doesn't work. Yes, thank you. It's all I wanted Jesus to hear. Christ. your idea sucks. Okay, fine. Goddamn. <laughs> well, it just it took me that long to like okay, literally well, get you to see the error of your ways. All right. Are we good now? Yeah. Okay. Do you have I any guess. other no. great ideas? No, for, I don't sports postseason no i don't maybe a best of seven series for the Super Bowl. is that what oh god like no say? that'd be horrible i don't know that would they make it i mean granted you'd have to do it like every week instead of yeah let's let's see how bad these football players are make them play like every other day in a series
1: yeah that would be brutal. battle
0: of attrition There'll be have forty-four
1: <laughs> guys on IR.
0: They'll be signing guys like me <laughs> to fill their rosters. All right, so moving on. Right, no more sports. <laughs> yeah, mm. music. Everybody has their opinions about music, and m- many of them are um, widely accepted as facts or general knowledge. So I'm asking you.
1: Give yours first.
0: Well, I'm just explaining. I'm asking, what is your opinion about a, whether it be a band or an album, whatever. Genre, whatever. That is, that is completely against the grain of of what the general consensus is about a said musician, band, album, whatever mine and i'm sure you already know this mm-hmm. cuz i have said it to just about anybody who will listen kurt cobain is a fucking joke
1: well that's a bit far but
0: it's not though was he okay? was he okay yeah he wasn't a good songwriter sure as fuck wasn't a good singer and he would not be a legend if he hadn't given deep throat to a 12 gauge bottom line ouch that's fact Granted, they were they were the first big video to come out in the uh, grunge, grunge era, but I, and I'll argue this with anybody. They were the fourth, at best, fourth best band to come out of that era that that made it big. That I would agree with. Soundgarden, mm-hmm. Pearl Jam, Allison Chains. I'm wrong. Fifth. Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, Stone Temple Pilots, then maybe Nirvana. Mm. And you look at all of those five those five bands. Rank the rank the five singers of those bands just in like their voices.
1: Well, without even thinking about it, I know Kurt Cobain would be fifth. Oh, easily. Yeah.
0: Easily. Maybe not even fifth. There's probably a couple of fucking guitar players on the other bands that sing better than Kurt Cobain.
1: I like Dave Grohl's a singer better than Kurt Cobain. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. So there you go. He's six.
0: And songwriting. What like profound lyrics mm. rape me? Mm. You no, know, it's great writing there, Kurt.
1: Mm. I mean, he's even quoted as saying his lyrics don't mean anything. No, they
0: I heard that and went. What mus- the fuck, dude? Now don't get me wrong. Musically. Just the the music, the way it sounded, especially in that era, Nirvana they were they were good like you know they they belonged in that era they belong you know they they were decent. I just get upset about people just making this into like he's legendary when he again, he wouldn't be legendary if he didn't die if if Kurt Cobain was alive right now. One, we probably wouldn't have... You know, I think we probably would have the Foo Fighters because mm-hmm. I think eventually Dave Grohl would have been like, fuck this guy, I'm going to do my own thing. But if Kurt Cobain was alive today, we'd see him at the
1: McLean County Fair. Okay, that's a bit harsh, I think. Why is that harsh? Because I, I just... I, He's better than that, but... Is he, though? Yeah. I mean... Again, do I think he's... Anywhere as good as uh, Chris Cornell or um, Eddie Vedder or Lane Staley, right? Lane Staley, Scott
0: Weiland. Yeah, no, no I don't. Not but... even close. And and what further pisses me off about the whole scenario is, uh, every year on April, fuck, what day was it? Is it twentieth? It might have been four twenty. I'm going to look it up. That's why there's this dead air. I have to, to know this to be. I'm pretty sure it is. One. I think it is, too, because that was like one of the other. Uh... No, 5th, April oh, okay. 5th, four or five. Uh, so, yeah, every year on April 5th, if you go on social media, you see all these people, all oh, in bees, Kurt Cobain, legend, blah, blah, blah. And nobody mentions Lane Staley. Because they died on the same fucking day, uh, four years apart. I believe it was maybe a little more, but yeah, both of them died on the same day. So every year on April fourth, all you hear is people talk about Kurt Cobain. Yes. Fifth, fifth, yeah, fuck off. Uh, yeah, like and, that, and I they was don't was talk about sure Lane story. Staley, who was leaps and bounds better vocalist, um, and he could actually play an instrument. Although, well, Kurt could, no, Kurt Kurt was, could play guitar. Kurt was a pretty good guitar yeah. player. Um, bit, but, uh, like, lyrically, just the songwriting was better by Lane Staley. It just, again, irritates shit. out of me. Kurt Cobain sucked. <laughs> that's my opinion. That Now you go. Oh,
1: fuck. You I, don't have any? I, um, I don't care for the music of Beyonce. I mean, is that real? Exactly. Is that really crazy to say for that's that's it? No, I mean, that's a genre, though, like, I'm not crazy
0: about it either. Can she sing? Yeah, she's got a great voice, and I'd tap that ass. But I'm not a fan of her music. That's not like a profound Uh, comment. Uh, That's I don't really have. um, Nothing really comes. I don't see anything great about the Beatles.
1: Ooh, I mean, I I respect more than I like them. Let me put it that way.
0: Yeah, they came along at the right time, and granted, they like blew up the scene, and that's great. But musically. I'm not a fan like for
1: them. It's more of like, I personally... I could go
0: my entire life without hearing another Beatles song.
1: Okay. Um, like I get why they're viewed like they are because they are, they were geniuses. It's just for whatever reason, their music doesn't grab me. That's all yeah. for me. It's more of a preference thing. I mean, I prefer the stones for sure. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's no question. All right. Um, I just had another, Oh, uh, Nickelback is a really fucking good band. They got all the hate because of what radio did to them, which is just cram it down your throat, especially dark horse. You know, once rock star and photograph, I mean, you could not turn on the radio without hearing Nickelback like every 30 minutes. Mm. And it just drove it to the point where now like, that's the joke Mm. is everybody hates Nickelback. And, I've seen them live twice and I'll put their show up against anybody. They are a great band to see live and they, you know, some of their songs sound similar, but so does everybody. If you're one of those people that sit there and rip on Nickelback, then I better not catch your ass listening to theory of a dead man or skillet or five figure death punch. Cause it's the same shit, you know, five figure death punch. All they fucking do is covers, and they all sound the same.
1: Oh, okay. You know, I thought you meant those bands all sounded similar, and I'm like, "Theory of a the Dead Man," yeah, Skillet. I'm like, "Uh, eh, kinda." And then you said Five Finger Death Punch. I'm like, "Those that that band doesn't sound anything like those bands." But no, I just mean like their right. songs sound similar. Yeah, I'm sure.
0: Um, oh
1: god, what's is it? I I don't bad like wolves em. or whatever. Did... I don't like them as much as you do. Um. Who Nickelback? Nickelback? They're okay. I mean, they have. They yeah. I mean, don't songs. get me
0: wrong. I don't. I'm not sitting here saying all oh, they're the greatest band ever. But the hate is unwarranted. You know.
1: I'll agree with that. Yeah. I mean, lyrically, they tend to be pretty simple. Which yeah, I think they're is, just like a. You know, that's kind of a legit gripe. I think people do have against them, but the other stuff I think is overblown. Yeah, I would agree. Um, fuck, dude. I don't know. I really don't. I, I legitimately thought about this several times in these two weeks, and I've just, I cannot fucking think of anything. I really can't. It's I like Creed. Uh, that's another band. That, okay. That I, I enjoy the music of Creed. Was it just, they blew up, and Again, then... I see why they're kind of a joke, though, because they, they seem very, at least musically, they artificially grand, I guess would be the way I'd... You know, all their songs are like epic and whatnot, and it's—I don't know—at times, it yeah, seems they, kind of self-important.
0: Yeah, they—they they definitely but, didn't um, do themselves, and Scott Stapp didn't do himself any favors by, you know, getting in threesomes with—I don't even remember who now—but uh, they were this—they were supposedly like Christian rock, and apparently Scott Stapp is an asshole, and you know, I don't remember—he was banging. Some other chick with another famous guy that was kind of news back in the day, but
1: I didn't know that. I knew his drinking problem and whatnot. Yeah, like, he appears to be clean and doing okay now. Yeah, he
0: had a decent voice. I was a I big, like, yeah. I was a huge Creed fan when when it came out. He was a lot of people were. A li- I agree with you. A little over the top. A little, I think, too into themselves. Yeah, they when they got that little bit of fame, they
1: yeah because Alter bridge is a pretty good band yeah yeah um i can't remember the guitar player's name starts with a t anyway he's really really good yeah um uh, i i can listen to some a few limb songs there's there there's another one i guess limb
0: wasn't terrible yeah. for again for the time uh, period that they were popular i can
1: see why they again kind of like Creed. I see white people kind of laugh at them though. They're a bit silly and ridiculous. And yeah, the downfall of Creed. Stop. Have you? Were you aware that Fred Durst directed a movie where John Travolta played a crazy stalker who had a mental disability? <laughs> pause it. Pause it now. I, we're I, watching. A... I know.
0: I, I was not yep. aware of this. Yes, you're gonna pause. We're it. watching the movie. No, the no.
1: fucking trailer, obviously.
0: Okay. All right. We'll be right back. And we're back.
1: Um, yeah,
0: I. What did I just watch? <laughs> Holy shit! Um, so yeah, the movie is called The Fanatic. Apparently, it's directed by Fred Durst, starring John Travolta.
1: Red Letter Media did a really good review of it. That's like a half hour long, and it's it's fucking hilarious. That movie just <laughs> it. If you watch the trailer, it looks like a a thriller and like, you know, he's a stalker. He's yeah. It, stalking it, this it, actor and
0: kind of show like a little bit of, um, misery. Yeah. Just cause he's got him tied up, with, but it just, yeah, it looks weird. Uh, apparently John Travolta's phone doesn't ring very often anymore. Because no. I don't know why he would agree to do this. Just a couple of scenes that we watched just doesn't look like anything John Travolta's has ever done before. And hopefully never does again. Yeah. <laughs> cause, like him
1: holding antlers up to
0: his head. Yeah, moosey. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I think I'm gonna skip that one. Yeah, if I uh, do say so myself. Yeah. Um. Now you like completely threw music me opinions off track of what I was gonna say. though.
1: I we're talking about bands we liked that people don't generally like Nickelback, Creed, and then I talked about Limp Biscuit, which is why. Fred Durst came up.
0: Uh, Yeah, no. I remember what I was going to do, and that is... Okay. Looking up this... uh, I just wanted to briefly touch on this. Um, Yeah, that. So coming up this summer, here in our local area, we have a music festival called Tailgate and Tallboys typically pointed at the country fan. Yeah. And on Friday of this music festival, which would be uh <laughs> June 4th, <laughs> you, you do you see where I'm going yeah. with this? <clears throat> they have two headliners. One of them is Sam Hunt, who's pretty big in in the country music world right now. I'm not really a fan, but you know, he's I don't know him. He's got a decent voice, but just it's not I new country sucks really bad. But
1: uh, except for Luke Combs. He's awesome. Yeah, but he. If you better watch your mouth, Hunter will fucking stab you. I know.
0: I don't hate Luke Combs like I hate Luke Bryan. Like, yeah, Luke Combs is a little more tolerable. Uh, But anyway, so at this festival in Peoria. On a Friday night. Peoria, by the way, if you're listening from not in this area, is known to be, uh, like, Little Chicago. Yeah. Somewhat. A lot of...
1: They're um, on, what, national news, like, six years ago for the amount of shootings they had? Yeah,
0: a lot of uh, gang violence and, you know, traditional black-on-black crime, things of that nature, blah, blah, blah. But in 2021, given the history of what has happened in the last year and as far as race relations and things of that nature... Tailgate and Tallboys decided, hey, on a Friday night, let's have Sam Hunt be our headliner. Going to draw all the the rednecks and the hicks and the boys from the sticks. Mm-hmm. I got an idea. Let's have Ludacris also. <laughs> are you are you fucking kidding me? Like, look, I'm not. I'm a fan of Luda. Not no hate on that, but. Just in today's world, who in their right fucking mind would think that it'd be a great idea to get all these country boys in the same spot and all these ludicrous fans? Like, there's going to be some violence downtown Peoria that night. It's just, it's going
1: to happen. Am I wrong in this line of thinking? I I mean... mean, It's not very optimistic. I mean... It wouldn't surprise me, but, I mean, maybe
0: a couple of years ago, but just the the volatile situations that have been created because of what has transpired over the course of the last year, just, I don't know, if I'm a promoter, that's probably the last fucking lineup that I'm going to look at on a Friday night in Peoria. Maybe they should have done this one down in, like, Taylorville, Hmm. Which is where the other part of this festival is, Taylorville, Illinois, which is like hour and a half away. I just, I, when I first saw that lineup, I just, I had to laugh. I thought that was hilarious hmm. that somebody thought that that was a good idea. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's, Call me crazy. it's
1: definitely one of those, one of these things are not like the other situations.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And your aha moment as I was reading that reminded me of. of several years. Not, uh, yeah, I guess it was several, 10 years ago, whatever. Um, I went to, we decided to go to a movie on a Friday night. Maybe it was a Saturday <laughs> night. Did I know I, the story. Yeah. And so we're, it was me and and my then uh, female companion and one of my coworkers and his girlfriend and we're standing in line. And the, I mean, the line is just like super thick and how can I put this diplomatically? Uh, there were a lot of African American citizens there (laughs) a lot. And we were there to see the remake of, uh, my bloody Valentine, Mm. which as far as horror movies go, it actually wasn't bad Mm. given the, you know, the nature of it. But anyway, like me and my buddy were basically like subliminally talking to each other. Like why, you know, why is this place so busy? Surely they're not all going to see this same movie. And then at the same time, him and I look up to the whatever you want to call it marquee, and we look and we see, uh, Notorious? yes, Notorious, which was the the biggie small. Story. I don't know I whispered that, that yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, Notorious <laughs> was out at that same time, and we both look up. We see that, and we see what time is playing, and then we both look at each other and we just, at the same time, went, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of like the same reaction that he just had when he saw the picture of this uh, lineup that they had on Friday night. So, uh, anyway, yeah, I-, I look forward to our show on uh, the f- following June fifth, just mm-hmm. to you know see what the hell happened that night. Maybe mm-hmm. nothing. Uh, I don't know, maybe... Hopefully nothing. Yeah, I, I could be 100% wrong, and I don't know, they'll all join hands and sing Kumbaya, but I doubt it. <laughs> I just, I do, I fucking doubt it. That's all I'm going to say.
1: Um, So. uh, You were playing my PlayStation earlier? Yes. What were you playing? Horizon. Oh, really? Your Is that what it's called? Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. Yeah, that's
0: it. Uh, I'm not very far into it. It's okay so far. It's a little slow to start. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I haven't done the... Have you already played the whole thing? Mm-mm. Well, then how do you know it's slow to start? Because I
1: started it, <laughs> obviously. How far did you get? Um, I don't know. Like 10? No, no, not that many hours. I don't know. Like five hours or so?
0: Like, I, I haven't done the Proving yet.
1: I've done the Proving. Does it pick up after that? Yes. Okay. The cause... proving is where it. That's like the game's like inciting incident on it, uh, honestly. So w- after that, the game really. I mean, it's open world already, but it yeah. you have access to the open world and yeah. Yeah, I, I will say
0: that like, it, it seems like it is truly open world. Like you can basically go anywhere and. Like I said, I don't hate it, so. We'll see. I mean, it, it wouldn't break my heart though if you packed it up today and took it. It's up to you.
1: I, I'm probably going to take it. Oh, I miss fuck. my PlayStation.
0: All right, fine. So, let me know how the game ends because probably never get a chance to play it again. Mm-hmm. That's a exclusive, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah.
1: See what this asshole does. You had it for like a month
0: longer, actually, but
1: yeah, yeah. So. No,
0: you can have it. Uh, it. MLB the Show. Okay. Which I'm still playing. Mm-hmm. We talked about it a little bit. A
1: little bit, yeah. They, I heard they changed the progression.
0: It's better. Yeah, it is better. But as far as the gameplay itself, when you're actually in the game and playing, it's it's I can't complain. Like the gameplay is great. The presentation is great. But as far as like the career mode itself, mm-hmm. worst in sports gaming. That I've ever played.
1: Do you, you remember have Madden 13? Huh? Do you remember Madden 13?
0: Where no, you just no, I pick play.
1: your position, you pick your team, and then you pick, like, whether you're a first-round draft pick or a middle-round draft pick or undrafted, and that was basically it. There were no drills or anything. You just played games. That was the worst one ever.
0: Okay, well, this one's not far off of that. Okay. Because you you know how usually in when you play a sports game and you have in a career mode type, you have some control over the team like it it keeps you involved. granted, not every team gives their superstar control over certain things like that, but in a video game atmosphere, it's a good idea to do because it keeps you more involved.
1: Mm-hmm. in
0: this game you you get dick, nothing. I'll give you a couple examples. You have an agent mm-hmm. who in your first, I don't know, year or so when you're in the minors still, checks in on you a few times a year to, hey, you know, do you want to keep playing the position you're playing, blah, blah, blah. And you answer, sure. But then I've made the pros. Mm-hmm. He checks on me once a year, like right around the all-star break. You good? and the only option you have is no i'm not good find somewhere else for me to play otherwise he's done you don't get any input on like what team what you want your team to do like hey maybe you should target these guys in free agency which every 2k i've played most maddens that i've played has always given you at least input on what you want how you want your team to shape as you progress through the career. Mm -hmm. Right. And the contracts are, and granted you're not making real money, so it shouldn't matter. But my rookie year, I won rookie of the year. I was like second in Cy Young. Uh, I was a silver slugger, gold glover. And they offered me like $600,000 for one season. Like, are you kidding me? I'm the fucking star of your team. And that's all you're going to do. Second year, we won the World Series. But get this. Where'd you go? The Cubs. Oh. Yeah. That that was my other bitch. In the two years that I spent in the minor leagues, playing through the minor leagues, Mm -hmm. they got rid of everybody except for fucking Kyle Hendricks. Like literally everybody's gone. But anyway, so my second season, I won the Cy Young, I won the MVP. Because not only was I, I think I was 16 and 4 with a 1.5 ERA and like 350 strikeouts, which was well above the second place guy. And I hit 380 with 34 homers and 90 some RBIs in part time batting duties, which mm-hmm. I'll get to that too. So w- we get to the World Series against the Angels. I, we got down three to one, in the series. Then I start mm-hmm. my game, which again, Cy Young winner, best ERA, lead the league in strikeouts. But I'm the fifth starter.
1: That's a bit odd.
0: Shut them down. We win game two. Next game, it's three to two now. Next game, I play left field. I go three for four with four RBIs and a uh basically what amounted to a game winning home run because we took the lead and never relinquished it mm-hmm. to tie it up 3 mm-hmm. 3. So we're going back to Chicago, baby, for game seven. And I didn't play.
1: I knew that's where that story they, was going.
0: No, I had I didn't have a choice. They I just I didn't play. I hit play next game. Congrats the Cubs win the World Series. Are you I don't even get the fucking pinch hit? Are you kidding me? <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's like, true. I, I, I... so yeah. I'm deleting that game. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm so fucking mad. So here's what I have to say about that. I love the fact that because of Shohei Ohanity or whatever the fuck I don't know his name. The guy from the Oh, O'Shak Hennessy. Yeah. <laughs> oh Oshog Hennessy, yeah. Um they they make it an option for you to be a two way player. Mm -hmm. You can be a starting pitcher and a fielder or whatever. But don't do it because you will never, ever, as long as you stay a starting pitcher, you will never, ever win a batting title or anything like that because you don't play enough of the position and you don't get enough at-bats to qualify. My season right now, I'm like, I don't know, maybe a quarter of the way into my third Major League Baseball season. And I'm hitting like 390. Yeah, my wow. guy's a fucking stud.
1: But so I, progression wasn't that bad, huh? No, I'm just. Or at least it isn't now.
0: Yeah, it's it's gotten much better, and I like saved up all of the in-game currency that I made and just loaded it on things that gave me more hitting, contact, and power. Hmm. Uh, but still, I'm like, I play. I'll, I'll play like two or three games in a, as a position. Then I'll start my, my pitching start. And then I'll have like two or three games off. Hmm. And we almost always lose all of those games. <laughs> like it, it never fails. And it just, it's very frustrating. Like I just, it would be a much, much better game if they gave you a little bit of input on a, look, do you want to play more maybe like, or do you want to take a day off and maybe it, have it fuck with your stamina a little bit, mm-hmm. but I would still like, cause starting players in that play positions that maybe that don't also pitch, they pretty much play most of the season. Not I, the way it amounts to is I'm basically playing half the season. Hmm. Like my at bats by the end of the year are like, half of what a everyday positional player is. And I just, it's
1: frustrating. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else video game wise? Uh, I mean, call of duty
0: had a major update that balanced out. Like the meta has completely changed. Like instead of like six or seven guns, mm-hmm, you, there's like 30 now that are viable. That like you don't constantly, you don't have to run a certain gun setup in order to compete. It's it's way more balanced now, mm-hmm. so I give them credit for that. But yeah, that's all.
1: I just realized we can play that game together because that's cross platform, isn't it? Yeah. Huh. Warzone. All right. Cool. We might have to do that sometime. I'm terrible because I never play it. So I have fun with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'll be great. But uh,
0: see that that'll help though because that means you will pull me down into the noob lobbies and, and you know
1: and rank up your stats and whatnot.
0: Yeah, and you know, we'll we'll be playing guys that are closer to your skill level than than mine. And I'm not great, don't get me any wrong by any means. Um, but I think I'm decent. But yeah, I don't mind playing with shitty players because again, pulls you down into the sub one K D mm. uh lobbies and, you know, those people aren't, you know, very good at the game. and Yeah. I mean, I could give you some pointers and show you some gun class. Like, I went over and did some work for a friend of mine last weekend and he plays it too on and he was talking about I'll run with you sometime and he, he, he told me like what his loadout is that he runs, the guns he runs. I'm like, not with me or not because <laughs> <laughs> you'll be dead and I'll be by myself so
1: I'll help you out with that okay. as well. Cool. So. Um, there's something I, I don't know if I've ever talked to you about it off- Mic or not, but um, do you watch Dark Side of the Ring? What Dark Side of the Ring? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so that's a no. Um, it's a wrestling thing. Yeah, it's a yeah. vice series. Um, it's fucking great. Um, I just watched uh the first two episodes of this season where Brian Pillman it was a two-parter, and it was really really good. Um, really makes you feel bad for Brian Jr. because uh spoiler his dad dies and his mom is like a drug addict and fucked up and after he his dad died it's like shit wasn't great and it's really really good it, um ha, have you watched any of the A&E series that's going on right now every sunday no and i'm not going to cuz i heard the macho man series was like a fucking hit job basically no it really
0: wasn't that's what i've heard no, no, I, I watched it it, I mean, they're honest about it, and right. you know, that's the way it was. He was an asshole. He was a controlling. I mean, you can't talk to that many people that lived it and saw it and say, "Well, that's bullshit." And and they even they give him credit that he had turned his life around, and it was a basically a deal where he got so ingrained into that character that that is all he did. He even his brother, his own brother, said. That once he became Macho Man, he was always Macho Man. Like, he, that was who he was from that point on until literally the last couple of years of his life when he got shit together and got with his high school sweetheart. Him and Hogan made up. And, you know, I, I don't think it was a hit job at all. It was honest. I mean, when his own family, Blood, and you know, is saying that this, yeah, this is what the way it was. They mm-hmm. didn't, like... You know they and they said that he he loved Elizabeth. He's just kind of a controlling ass about it, mm. you know, and and was jealous over everything. And I don't see it as a hit job at all. I think that that's the world that they saw with him.
1: Okay. Um, like I said, I haven't seen it. That's just what I've heard. Um, but another big criticism that goes with that is the fact that they didn't really on Stone Cold's de- uh, biography they didn't bring up his domestic violence arrest or. Piper had some issues that he, they could have talked about and they didn't. It's just Mm, kind of weird that they
0: they talked a little bit about Piper stuff and they didn't really know, but stone cold again, his, you got to remember macho man's career was basically about a solid seven or eight years. Nobody ever really considers that. And I didn't consider it until I watched it. He was like in the limelight for about eight straight years. And then it was just kind of spot thing. But my, Stone Cold was had a lot more to talk about as far as his wrestling career. And that didn't really, like, his personal life didn't bleed over into the wrestling world the way Macho's did with Elizabeth and that whole thing. Like, I didn't know that the whole scenario when Macho and Elizabeth got back together and got married was the worst part of their relationship. Yeah. Like, they could barely stand each other at that point. I didn't know that, yeah. And then, like, they talked about Liz getting with Luger and and Luger being such a bad influence. And lo and behold, he he didn't force her to eat the pills, but he basically, you know, he didn't pull the trigger, but he loaded the gun. Let's just say Mm -hmm. that that led to Elizabeth's death. Mm -hmm. Um, Booker T, the the one that was just on, I haven't finished the whole thing yet, but they talk about his Robin. He was the Wendy's bandit. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin Wendy's like 10 times before he went and went to prison for almost two years. Yeah. It was him and his buddy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Used to work there. So they start robbing it and they knew exactly how to do it. And they did it 10 times before they got (laughs) caught. And he, he got, uh, I think they sentenced him to five years and he served 19 months, but yeah, they're not like, it's not a fluff piece by any means. Mm. You know, I I think they're pretty well done. They're, granted the WWE has a big part in how they're being made so they're not going to yeah. like completely go dark with it but and I don't think they went too dark with Macho they basically just said that that was how their relationship was and they still gave him credit for being just this a uh, polarizing figure that you know basically told Vince to fuck off and made his own thing happen yeah. and Hogan had nothing but nice things to say about him and that he was really glad that he got to bury the hatchet with that i didn't think it was all that bad
1: okay um from what i'm hearing like wrestling sites and people like that saying um watch dark side of the ring because okay. it's it's better from what i've heard i've never watched the biographies just i've always kind I've of been of people into that the, liked both that, Yeah. dark side of the Rings better beyond
0: like beyond the mat and yeah wrestling with shadows you know where no. they and those you know weren't uh Sanctioned by Vince or anything. No. Those like, if you really want to check out a couple of uh, dark but truthful documentaries about old school wrestling, Beyond the Mat was really good, and, and even Wrestling with Shadows that you know goes through sure the her job. Yeah, yeah, it goes through the whole Bret Hart thing, and
1: that's one of the dark side of the ring episodes I couldn't watch because it's like I know everything about it right. as a wrestling fan. I've heard about it for twenty years. Yeah, but if you're not a wrestling fan, you'd need to hear that story. Cause it's fucking insane. Yeah. Um, especially
0: yeah. now that the truth is finally out, you know, when that, cause when that documentary came out at the time, Shawn Michaels was still like, Nope. You know, I, it was legit. And it wasn't until several years later that he basically admitted everything and him and Brett buried the
1: hatchet and all that. So, all right. um, the new Jack episode, Holy fuck. That guy was fucking crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, like legit crazy. Like, and I, I actually learned. Stuff. He was
0: his character. He was a like thug. Yeah, like he not fucking... to mention psycho and pain tolerance and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, stabbing people, fucking <laughs> tased a guy on top of a scaffold, and didn't... he even says, "I was trying to kill this motherfucker," and he was trying to throw him out, so he missed the ring and landed on the floor, and he died.
0: Is, is new is didn't New Jack die? No, is he still, still alive. Is he still alive? Okay. Yeah,
1: and he's crazier than fuck. Um, so that one's really good. The, the two-part Chris Benoit one is great. I think that's one of their best ones. Um, Speaking of fucking crazy. Well, yeah, but... Yeah. Who was his wife? Nancy. Who was? Benoit. Woman.
0: Woman, that's right. I, I was trying to think of that the other day. Um, I knew it was, yeah, somebody that was famous in the, the wrestling business, but yeah, I couldn't remember yeah. what her uh, her sister name
1: is was in yeah. it. Um, their son is in it. Um yeah, it's it's fucking really, really, really good. Yeah, WWE really dropped the ball on that because
0: after he died, like they had this big tribute, but then it came out that he went fucking nuts and killed his whole family and yeah. then killed himself. Yeah.
1: And they go into how they know Chris did it and like what they think he did. Is this did a afterwards. YouTube thing? Or it's on YouTube. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I'll check it out then. Yeah, just look up Dark Side of the Ring. It's fucking awesome. Right um, on. I'm trying to think. Did you see the trailer for Venom Carnage yet? I just watched it yesterday. Yeah, I did too. Um, I don't know. It's kind of weird that Venom's like cracking jokes and shit. Yeah. Like saying hi that, to people. Yeah.
0: That one, and it almost seems like he's not really talking to the people He's yeah. talking to Eddie because like the one little scene they showed where he walks into the gas station or whatever market convenient store, yeah. and Venom talks to her, but Eddie's like, Yeah, Venom says hi. Like Yeah. Immediately I was like, um yeah, I'm out. Like, no. I am at least a little interested to see Woody Harrelson play Carnage. Yeah. I still and I did watch the Venom movie. And I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would. It wasn't great by any means. That's what I hear. Whatsoever. I, I still seen it. But it was it was okay. I still hate the fact that they're trying to just make these movies and completely ignore Spider Man. Yeah. Like it's in New York. <laughs> and did the same Sony. thing with Punisher. Yeah. Yeah. Like how are you doing this without at least acknowledging Spider-Man. First of all, Venom wouldn't exist without Spider-Man in every incarnation. Like that's where he came from. Not this one, right? <laughs> but I think they're just going to be very hard-pressed to mesh the two worlds now that Spider-Man is in the MCU. So, right? Uh, yeah, hard to say what they're uh, what they're gonna Venom do
1: makes some breakfast.
0: Yeah, yeah, and. Uh,
1: I don't know. I, I, I would kinda... have
0: been more excited about the movie and had I never seen a trailer for it. Because I watched the trailer it and I'm like, make me laugh, this looks yeah. like a fucking turd sandwich. <laughs> like, it just really does. But again, being bored at some point, I'll probably watch it just to give it a, a fair... I watched Mortal Kombat, so I guess I could watch Let There Be Carnage. All right. So. All right, you done? Yeah. I think I'm done too. I gotta <laughs> go unhook a fucking PlayStation. Yeah. Actually unplug it basically. It's already in Well
1: shut it Number down 20. first. Don't unplug oh. it without Yeah, we'll see. Uh no, fucker.
0: They'll <laughs> fuck up my hard drive. All right. So yeah, that's gonna wrap it up for episode sixty. Uh we'll be back sometime in the next week, I would imagine, to talk about something. I don't know. Uh we're kinda in that lull right now with very little yeah. to talk about football wise and uh Neither one of us are really big in the sports, but I don't know. We'll come up with something. Maybe we'll start some top 10 shit again or whatever. I yeah, don't know. I think something. And uh, no, Google, you cannot help me right now. All right. So that being said, I'm Deez. He's Dylan. Bye-bye. See you next time.